What is up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the Danielle and Muhammad Journey Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm pretty good. I'm told it's Throwback Thursday. They're telling me. They're telling me in my ears. And what? also, also, Thursday is a little Friday. It's it's Friday Eve. It is Friday Eve. I so would say it's a little Friday. It's an excuse to have a little glass of some aperitif. It's Thirsty Thursday. It is. If you needed another excuse also, to drink. Also, it's a happy hour day. Every day can be a happy hour day. True, but back when we lived in New York City, Thursday mm. was the mm. ultimate happy hour day, which I never understood because people go out on Friday and usually when we did happy hour Thursday, I did not feel like I want to go out on Friday. At least in the morning. Yeah. Am I right? I didn't go out too much on Thursdays. I wish I did. I, what are you I talking it, about? When we I started dating, we used to hit the pups all the time. My grandparents used to do something. Nana and Papa. Yes, who, who, your, grandma, not, your grandma was telling us about it. Well, you it. had not met this side of my grandparents, but my Nana and my Papa, they would do happy hour every night once they retired. Oh, every night. Five o'clock rolls around, they would do happy hour. Mm-hmm. They would bring out my my pop, my papa, he would drink DiSorno. I think DiSorno. I don't even know how to say it. I what think I it? just said DiSorno. I was like, he made a frozen pizza <laughs> and then it was happy hour. No, DiSorno. Is it, is it an aperitif? I thought it was whiskey. Now I don't know what I'm saying. I feel I have no idea what you're very saying. Unsure. But when you said DiSorno, I got hungry. Yeah. Well, that's true. But it's Thursday, Thursday. So you can, you guys, listen, you don't need our permission to drink. Drink if you want. It's also quarantine, and I don't know when I'm going to stop using that excuse because now the vaccines mm-hmm. are coming out and the restrictions are loosening. I think I'm still going to use the quarantine excuse for at least another 6 to 12 months. <laughs> hey, it's quarantine. I'm drinking every night. Well, we don't drink every night. Let's Wink, wink. What's No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I mean, who are we? A couple we don't of- drink every Monday night. That's what I'll say. No, we do drink every Monday night. We don't drink every Like, who are we? Couple, just a couple of Stephanie's or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's We're inspired not. me. She's inspired me to live my best life, <laughs> to get <laughs> after she? it if I want to, and to answer to nobody. No, we don't. John is misinformating you. Nope. It's, that was a real word. Not a real word. <laughs> and it sounds like someone who drinks every night. That, well, sound, that was the vocabulary of someone who drinks every night. Okay. So good cover up. No, this is this is how my brain works. I make new words. So John was misinformating you. Mm-hmm. Or as I would say, misinforming oh. you, but I wouldn't because I was properly informing you guys. We drink almost every night. Potato, potato. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. But... There was a point where we were doing Bush O'Clock. Yeah. At the beginning of the quarantine when our bosses were like, hey, guys, let's all work from home for two weeks before we return back to the office. LOL. Right now when I'm thinking about it. Yeah, but back then later. we were like working from home for two weeks. Let's do Bush O'Clock every day at five when we finish work. Every day at five o'clock. Well, because the idea was we're working from home. How do we make that separation between work and home? Mm -hmm. So at five o'clock every day, we would go out on our little balcony in our old place. Mm -hmm. We have since moved, but we go out on our little balcony. We would each crack a bush light and we would celebrate bush o'clock. We would say happy happy bush o'clock. Happy bush o'clock. That was the end, quote unquote, end of the workday. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we'd have to go back to work, but we would still (laughs) do bush o'clock to draw the line in the sand of, I know we work from home, but now this is after hours. For those who don't know, we are drinking Bush Light. Bush Light. I think I said that. Oh, my God. Bush Light. Bush Light. Come on. I love that beer. Yeah. Anyways, we're going all over the place right now. This is the Danielle (laughs) and Muhammad Journey Edition of 90 Day Fiance Crazy in Love. Thank you for being here. Episode 9 out of 11. Episode 9. A lot of good stuff is coming, but before we get to it, just want to make sure you guys know where you can find us. That's on Instagram, mm-hmm. primarily on Instagram, at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Always a good time over there. Always. Always an unexpected time over there, but a good time nonetheless. Also, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you're not subscribed, 
I'd be surprised. So maybe I'm preaching to the choir, but smash that subscribe button. If yeah, you're not. yeah, smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's real hot. Real hot. Real hot. The hottest. Like it's the hottest 90 day podcast around. Just like it's the hottest button. It's in it the world. Be, it could be the hottest. In the button. world. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen if you smash that button, but exactly. you won't know. You won't know unless you smash it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I didn't warn you. <laughs> and if you haven't yet, and I know a lot of you guys have, so thank you for putting up with this every time we ask. But if you haven't left a review yet, it would be awesome if you could. We Wherever. love it. We love food eating it. Mm hmm. And if you don't, we love the laugh. If you don't write them, we just kind of imagine what you would say. <laughs> we just kind of freestyle on what the review might be. Yeah, sure. And That's sometimes something you do for yourself. Sometimes I guess. we just lay in bed and go, "Well, <gasps> we haven't gotten a review today, but I imagine it would go something like this." <laughs> and then we just riff. we just riff for a few minutes on what it might be. Oh, this this is our life. So guys. if you don't want us to put words into your mouth. Maybe you should leave your own review. Nice. <laughs> All right. Nice advertising. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. You want to do it? We're here to talk about yeah. Danielle. DM. We're here to talk about Muhammad. You're gonna slide into the DMs, DMs right? I think her. I think her last name, her maiden name, is Mullins. So I think it is DM. Yeah, but they're DM together. Oh. Danielle Muhammad. Yeah, this is we what I'm also, saying. We're we going to slide learned, into the DM. We also learned that Muhammad slid into DM just once, only once in the relationship. We learned that on this episode. He slid in just once. What do you that, mean? He had sex with Danielle just once. Oh, oh. He slid into the DM. Just oh. <laughs> he slid into the DM just once. Gotcha, gotcha. You know oh. what I'm saying? You picking up what I'm putting down? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. All right. All right, should we get into it? You want to do it? Part nine? Let's get into it. Part nine of the Danielle and Muhammad journey. Part nine of the DM journey. Okay, so let's start off with Danielle and Beth on the move once again, in their cars on the move once again. Yep. Did you notice this time Danielle was wearing her seatbelt? I did not. Was she? Buckle up for safety. Maybe she got pulled over. Oh, you think she learned her lesson? You know what I say, click it or ticket? Oh, Which I totally agree with. I've heard that. Love the rhyme. I've heard that before. Sometimes they displayed on highways. You think that's, you think she got pulled over and she learned her lesson? That's how it usually works. I think, I think she feels like Muhammad's back in town. Maybe there's a reason to live. Maybe I should put Mm -hmm. my seatbelt on because... How terrible would it be that he's come back to make amends? Maybe there's a future for us. And then I get in a car accident. Uh, No, she got a ticket. She got a ticket. I'll tell you this, right? Mm -hmm. My father, he hates wearing seatbelts, right? You know what he did? He grabbed that little click thing from an Mm -hmm. old car. Mm -hmm. So he just like inserts it, but he doesn't wear a seatbelt. No way. No, he doesn't. Oh, that's that's a scammer. Forget Muhammad. That's a scammer. He clicks it so the car doesn't beep. So it stops beeping? Mm Mm-hmm. That's terrible. When he sees cops, he has this like quick move. He just goes like, you know, he grabs it and yeah. like pulls it over him. That's pretty terrible. It is. Hmm. What am I going to say? He is just a crazy person. I mean, it's kind of smart, but kind of terrible at the same time. Anyway. I think uh, it's because of his belly. He doesn't feel comfortable, you know? Got it. Got it. Beth not wearing a seatbelt. Classic. So. <laughs> She's just letting it rock. So they're on their way to see a lawyer. Who's it going to be? Because we've met a lot of lawyers on this journey. I think it's going to be the one with the golf carpet. You think it's going to be Donald Harris? Yes. Is it? No. Oh, wait. Did you not watch this part with me? Danielle. Danielle. I was thinking of of the carpet. That's Muhammad's lawyer. Yeah. Danielle's lawyer is the same lady. Yeah. Not Paul Dolce, not Donald Harris. No. It's... Linda Fritz Gastier, which I think is how you pronounce her last name. Look Not at sure. you just memorizing all the names. Well, I did a little research. I did a little research because I wanted to see because she was raising some red flags for me. So I. Oh, oh tell me what the red flags. Well, I dug in on Linda Fritz. Okay. One star on Google. <laughs> a one star lawyer on Google. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's the lawyer I would never want to hire. Nope. There's only two reviews. So one star and whatever. But oh, that's still that's still bad. That's they're bad. not good. So there's one from two years ago that says this attorney needs to be investigated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, questionable. So far, not not that good. 
one from six months ago says unprofessional, condescending, and impossible to get a hold of after the consultation. You're better off representing mm. yourself. So this is how I feel. Usually cheaper lawyers mm-hmm. are acting this way. And I'm not I'm not trying to accuse anyone of anything, but a friend of mine who's dealing with immigration law and you know her, I'm mm-hmm. not going to name her, but you okay. know who she is. She hired a cheap lawyer and basically the lawyer doesn't inform her about anything. The lawyer mm. keeps telling her like, it's going to be okay. Like it, it's going to get resolved. My friend's almost out of status. Like, it's crazy. And she still pays a decent amount of money. But she said compared to other lawyers, this one was way cheaper. So she went with her. You get what you pay for. Exactly. You get what you pay for. That saying is a saying for a reason. Because it's true. Exactly. And you know what? Lawyers are expensive. I get it. We hired a lawyer before. It was pricey. But... But he delivered. He delivered. Well, we also read the reviews. That very true. This is what I'm saying. But you did bring up Donald Harris. Don't want to get too much into it. But Donald Harris, not the greatest record either. He's actually currently disbarred. What? Practicing law in Ohio. Yeah. That's bad. He had a ton of reviews. Linda only had two. Donald had a ton of reviews. And they started off pretty solid. But then towards the end, like the last Mm -hmm. year or so... Really bad. I think he's like frauding people and well, it's not good. It's well, not you, good. You Donald have Harris. to do something illegal to be disbarred. Yeah. That's how I'm going to wow. say. Wow. I, I didn't dig too much into it, but I don't think he's practicing law in Ohio any longer. Guys, so research your lawyers. The real option is Paul Dolce. If you can afford Paul Dolce, he's <laughs> worth every penny. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. So Danielle got Linda. Unfortunately for her, she got Linda, who's basically just telling Danielle how the proceedings are going to go, what the court's going to do, how the case can move forward. And Beth, who is clearly more invested in getting Muhammad deported, is like, so what can we use against Muhammad if if we want him to get that deportation, if we want him to get that one-way ticket back to Tunisia, what can we do? To bring a case against him. You know what? I When we watch the show, I always write down notes. Mm-hmm. My note for this segment was, Beth loves to be involved. Beth is the <laughs> puppet master. Beth is the puppet master. because She Danielle, loves to be involved. Danielle sits there and giggles. Nothing really gets accomplished under her watch. But Beth, she's there to make sure things happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see her as a go-getter. She's I can see her as a little more, aggra- definitely way more aggressive way more than aggressive. Danielle. Yeah. But a little more aggressive than a regular person. Like, let's say a little more aggressive than myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I am a go-getter. Mm-hmm. But Beth definitely. But you're not going to involve yourself in someone else's relationship. I would to never. To the extent Beth is. No, I'm saying I'm a go-getter. Like, oh, we booked a flight and the next day the price drops. I'm like, hell no. And I'm calling the airlines and I'm getting the, the refund. Sure, sure. <laughs> But Beth, and we'll talk about this. This is the constant in this episode is Beth is always there throughout this entire episode. Every meeting that Danielle goes on, Beth is there. Beth has got her list of questions. Beth has got everything buttoned up so that we can get Muhammad deported. That's her mission. That's true. But for her or Danielle's defense, Danielle needs someone and her family isn't really talking to her, right? She has no, her boyfriend, whoever, lives out of state. They've never met. Boyfriend. Exactly. So it's good that she has someone like Beth. Well, then Beth should be her lawyer. Because Linda Fritz is clearly a one-star lawyer, not nope. doing much. Beth Beth is representing Danielle in all of these meetings. Yeah. Beth is representing and Danielle. And it's good. Danielle needs someone like Beth to basically speak out for her. So Beth does. She asks, like, what can we use against Muhammad? And dirty Linda Fritz, dirty Linda Fritz just goes, and this is a five-star <laughs> five television review here because she brought it for us at least. Linda Fritz goes, did y'all consummate the marriage? And here it comes. Danielle drops the bomb. They did bang, but only once. Oh, my God. I can't believe. One time only. Okay. So she was married to Mohammed for 
12 months, 14 months when he left 16, her. 16, 18, yeah. so no, no, over no. a year. Yes, you're right. 14 months married. Over a year. He left when 16 months had, right? Mm-hmm. And they only banged once. And it wasn't until three months after the wedding. It wasn't like mm-hmm. they consummated that night. They waited for three months. Then he did it. I think Mohammed waited. And then he got to the point that Daniel probably cornered him. And right. there was no way out. And then there was this scene mm-hmm. where Mohammed was talking about her smelly vagina. Oh, why do we have to keep bringing that? Well, up? we have to because they only banged once. Yeah, it left which a lasting makes sense impression. now. Like they it banged, left. he didn't like it, I guess, mm-hmm. and he was done with it. Mm-hmm. But she still thought this whole relationship can be fixed, and obviously, relationships are not based on sex, but. Sex is a big part of it. So the fact that a married couple yes. only banged once says a lot. Well, here's here's where I will say I think Mohammed knew what he was doing. I think he knew he needed to have sex even just once to strengthen his case for immigration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He knew what he had to do. You got to consummate a marriage. You got to consummate. Consummate or con man. Those are your two options. He consummated. What is con man? A con man. A con man. Oh. You know? You're being a little witty again. Well, no. Just, it's witty. right there. It's right there in front of me, so I'm going to go for it. <laughs> he chose consummate. Mm-hmm. Danielle herself says he knew that we had to consummate the marriage right. to make it real. Like, right. he he knew all about it. That's why he did it. Isn't that sad that she says it knowing that that's what he did and she still thinks and hopes they can get back together? Mm. Isn't this so sad. The whole thing is very sad. Very sad. The whole thing is very sad. So Lisa says you can claim fraud, but you need to dig up some evidence. So Danielle's like, all right, what are some examples of evidence? What should I get? What will strengthen my case? And Lisa's like, well, you can do affidavits. You can get emails. You can do some Facebook posts. (laughs) They don't, oh, I love Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Lisa, are you on Facebook? Like, we could be friends. I'll friend you if friend you're on me, Facebook. Friend me, girlfriend. <laughs> but seriously, I'd say there are two seasons worth of a little show called 90 Day Fiance that I hope she has on DVR yep. because she could use that mm-hmm. for her case, maybe. Also, did you hear Linda saying, during my 20 years, I only had one annulment case and it failed. Yeah. Which is giving so much hope to uh, Danielle. I, I, I think I called her Lisa. But... Well, it's because she's a terrible, she's a terrible lawyer. That's why she's... But also, not many people file for an annulment. I feel like that's just so bad. It means you had to be scammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like usually people, you know, even if it doesn't work out after two weeks, people would file for a divorce. Mm-hmm. Her track record's terrible because she's bad. That's oh. like William Hung saying, I only had one top 40 song. It's really hard to have top 40 songs. Well, it is hard, but you're also a terrible singer. That's why. Lisa's a, <laughs> Lisa Linda. What the heck is her name? I don't know. What is it? Linda? I'm following you. You I said Linda. Linda. I think it's Linda. Did I say Linda? Yeah. I think, I think I said Linda. I think I called her Lisa. Then you said Lisa. I think, I think it was I think Linda. She's, I think she's now going by Lisa. I think she's going under a new name because <laughs> she has so many bad reviews that she needs to start over. I think her name was Linda at this point. Oh, I don't even think I knew what an annulment was until I watched Danielle Mohammed season. Really? I thought it was just a divorce. Like, oh, you're married. It doesn't work. Let's get a divorce. Okay. So Danielle, she's sent on her merry way. She's a little depressed. It's not going to be so easy to get rid of Mohammed. And now on top of that, she's got homework to do. She needs to gather her evidence. Mm-hmm. So now we go back to Port Ritchie, Florida. And Muhammad is watching the news. About the Muslim ban. Okay. So this is how much my life has been a blur since I started watching 90 Day Fiance. I thought like Clinton was in office when Daniel and Muhammad <laughs> were on TV. Yeah. Right? No. I had no idea it was so recent. I think it started with Obama and then what's happening now was when Trump became a president. Yeah. For some reason, I literally thought Daniel Muhammad was like 10 years ago. I know, Clint, I know, I know, I know. I know. Ten years ago, people, but I really didn't think. Well, I it was think, so recent. I think the when they were on the first season was 2014 or 2015. Yeah, which again, I did not think. I yeah. thought 
Listen, it's good. I thought I'd been watching this show for decades, but apparently not. But what's happening now is 2017, which I didn't know okay. that they were on in 2017. It was 2016 or 2017. No, it yeah. was 2017. Okay. It was this. Yes. It was spring of 2017. Yes. I Googled it. So it's the Muslim ban. Muhammad is saying the Muslim ban and all the anti-Muslim rhetoric coming from the president is really hurting him because it makes him look like he's here for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. He says people look at him like he's a terrorist, Yeah, which is very messed up. It is. It is messed he's up. He's not here for the right reasons, but he's not here to kill anyone. Yeah. As he I says. feel like he looked at us as people from the 90-day world never looked at him as a terrorist. They just mm-hmm. looked at him as someone who wanted to come to the U.S. Yeah. And now he's watching the news <laughs> Having anxiety because of the whole Muslim ban, which had nothing to do with him marrying Danielle. Wait, the riots weren't about him marrying Danielle? (laughs) They should have been, right? Oh, I thought that's why everyone was up in arms. Got it. Okay, got it. So it's almost like, oh my gosh, like all these people are hating me because of Danielle. And now there is this bigger thing against all Muslims. So. I like Mohammed. I hate Mohammed. He comes and goes. But I did feel bad for him because no one should feel this way. No, definitely not. So he turns off the TV and he heads to a cafe where he's meeting up with yet another female friend. He is not wasting any <sighs> time. Am I right? So he's meeting up with Alicia. Okay. She's from Kazakhstan. You know who is from Kazakhstan, right? I didn't want to say Very it. Very nice. Yeah, I didn't want to say it because Very I wasn't sure. Nice. You do it. So I know two people from Kazakhstan. I know Alicia and I know Borat. (laughs) Well, Kazakhstan used to be a part of the Soviet Union. Because she said she was Russian. She's like, I'm Russian. I'm from Kazakhstan. I don't know if they speak Russian or the language is like a modification of Russian. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say because I do not know. We don't know. But let's see, on the Borat, I've read that on Borat, to make it less offensive, they mix Eastern European languages. So, you know what he's... (laughs) he's, make it less offensive for who? For, for any particular, any so you know what his opening here. says, "Aho yak semash." That's Czech. That's Czech. Yeah, but apparently he named Czech, Slovak, Polish, yeah. Russian, Ukrainian, Kazakh all together. So at the end of the day, he doesn't speak one language; he just mixes it up. Okay. Well, Alicia's from Kazakhstan. Yeah. I know Borat's sister is number one prostitute in Kazakhstan. Alicia <laughs> looked like number two prostitute in Kazakhstan. <laughs> Alicia looked pretty much like the number two. Maybe neck and neck. Maybe neck and neck with Borat's I love the Borat movie, but I do not like the second one. No. No. Just watch the the first one. But the OG is golden. So Alicia's been in the States since middle school, but she's still here on a green card so she can relate to what Muhammad's going through. Which I get and I don't get. So... This is how I feel. If she has a green card, right, she Mm -hmm. is eligible to file for a citizenship. Sure. If she's been here since middle school, yeah. But I'm wondering why hasn't she done it yet? Well, she sounds like a criminal. She sounds like a minor criminal. So I don't know if that plays into it at all. I wouldn't. Like once you have a green card, even if you have a minor crimes on your record, you would still be able to become an American citizen. Okay. If you did something worse, you would be deported because having a green card still means, oh, you kill someone or you do something bad, you're going back to your home. Yeah, she said as green card holders, we don't have the same rights as U.S. citizens, which is true. Almost, almost the same, but there's still- A lot, but there are still differences. But what I was going to say is that when I'm ready to apply for a citizenship, it all comes down to as a Czech resident or as a Czech citizen, mm-hmm. I can have a dual citizenship. So I don't have to give up my Czech right. citizenship, which is big for me. Right. If I had to, I don't think I would become an American citizen. I yeah. think I would be renewing my green card because I don't want to lose who I am. But luckily, I don't have to. Sure. And I don't I- know how Kazakhstan is. So <laughs> maybe the deal is, oh, you can either be a Kazakh citizen or... Or an American citizen. Maybe. Yeah, so this is how I'm looking at it, right? We don't know. It can be a possibility. It could be a possibility. Otherwise, if she could keep both citizenship, why wouldn't you get the citizenship? I have a lot of questions about Alicia. That was not the top of my list, but I do have questions about Alicia. First of all, they met online and not how you would think they met online. It wasn't Tinder. It wasn't Match.com. She was selling her couch and Muhammad (laughs) went to see it at her house. And Muhammad... 
can smooth. find a f- Muhammad can find a friend anywhere. Smooth. The back of an smooth. Uber, a Craigslist ad. Muhammad can make friends anywhere. So they start discussing the travel ban. And that's how they get into it's making their life worse here in America. And then the conversation turns to Danielle and how she's all over social media, slandering Muhammad, trying to make him look like he used her. And Danielle's apparently posting things like Muhammad just came to the States to steal from women and have sex with women. And this is where Alicia's like, you got to be careful, Muhammad. You got to watch out. We don't have the same rights as U.S. citizens. She goes, I got caught with half a joint. (laughs) Teresa, I got caught with half a joint. They almost threw my ass back to Kazakhstan. These police, they play by a different set of rules when it comes Mm -hmm. to foreigners. I love that her defense was it was a half a joint. <laughs> I didn't get caught with a joint. I got caught with half a joint. Well, that's because you smoked the other half. That is true. <laughs> right. well, what I, I thought it was interesting, and I don't know if it was the truth or if she just made a camel out of a fly. That's definitely not a saying. That uh, is a saying. A mountain out of a molehill. No, in Czech we say you make a camel out of a fly. We'll say it in Czech so we understand. Did I smoky velboda? Yeah, well, you should have said that. You should have right. just said that. Did I smoky velboda? But anyways, she basically said, oh, and after I was caught with half a joint, <laughs> they ordered her to be deported. Right. And then she said, oh, I had all these like expensive lawyers fighting for me. This is how I see it. If someone said, okay, this person has to be deported, I think she would have been deported. No, I think you could still make your case. I th- it, Teresa, it was half a joint. It was half a joint, Teresa. Yeah, I don't think there's a reason to be deported. Like, of course it's smokes. not. Of course it's not. You can make a case for it. But what I'm saying is like, I think she made it sound worse than it was. Maybe she got caught, she paid, you know. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think she anyone was w- walking onto the yeah. plane to go back to Kazakhstan. I don't think like, anyone wanted to deport her no. over half a joint. Like, but they were probably saying, listen, we could. We could. If she was selling weed and she had like three or five pounds of weed on her, yes, I get it. Well, that brings me to the next point. I don't think Muhammad was going over there to buy her couch. (laughs) I think he was buying something else. I don't think so. I think he was buying something a little more herbal. I don't think he would. I think he... Driving an Uber all day is pretty boring. Unless you... No, I don't think he would. I feel he is a very... You know Muhammad so well. You know him so well. Well, I can kind of read him. I think he's a he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And I also think he is very, I don't want to say driven because I don't, th- he's driven Let's by. Let's not shame marijuana right he now. He is driven by he wants to stay in the U.S. Teresa, so I don't let's think. Let's not shame marijuana right now. I'm not shaming it. I love marijuana. <laughs> well, let's also not get that excited about it either. <laughs> I'm just saying. There is nothing wrong with it. Plus, it's legal in so many states. That's my and- point. That's my point. I don't think it's that bad that he went over there looking for a dime bag. I don't think he was going over there no, looking for a, I'm saying is like, a recliner. Oh, I think he did. Okay. I think he's very calculated. I don't think he would jeopardize anything over, oh, I want to stay in the U.S. So Okay. I mean, he did I don't leave, he see did leave him. Danielle, yeah, he go did. down to Miami with Louisa, kind of romping around with his, different women. Like his personality, like... People who smoke weed are chilled. He's the opposite of chilled. Well, maybe someone was like, Mohammed, you need to smoke some weed. And he was like, okay. I don't think he did. I think he is You think too... he went to go purchase a couch? Ew, yes. Okay. He's so, like, oh, this couch on Craigslist. Maybe I can make friends. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you find change under the under the yeah, cushions and the couches. Or, Sometimes you find friends. Exactly. So Mohammed's now back at his apartment. He says he's trying... To be friends with Danielle, but it's not working out. So mm-hmm. he's decided, I'm not going to be her friend. She's too jealous. She's been rude to me. And on top of that, the Muslim ban is making things hard for him. So he feels like he needs to really build his case. So he starts to pull up things against Danielle that he can show the judge. He wants to show the judge the type of person Danielle really is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he's uncovered that he's going to use against her. Danielle went to jail. I was going to say what, but I'm not that surprised. Oh, I'm surprised. Really? Danielle went to jail? 
She went to the clink. We Daniel know, went to jail. Well, we know she had some issues with the law. She did yeah. some scamming. She, okay, so I'm no surprised. So she stole a credit card. Classic. She went to jail. <laughs> I found her mugshot. You did? Yeah, I found her Show mugshot. Show it to me. I don't have it with me, but I found her mugshot. It's very startling. Does she look the same as always? She looks younger. Oh. It was years ago. But that's, come on, Danielle. You went to jail and you never told Muhammad. So that's why while she's building her case, thinking she's going to win, he's building his case. And I feel like his case is becoming way bigger That's a great case. That's it. All Muhammad needs to say is, she deceived me. There's been a lot of stuff in her past mm-hmm. she didn't tell me about. And then he could have touched down in America and basically said, that's when I found out. Yeah. Which and, that's why, and that's why I started to kind of yeah. distance myself from her. And then it's like, of course that makes sense. Yeah. She all the hiding- money issues. Yeah. Losing power. Teresa, she went to jail. Prior. But yeah, like it just adds up to all the evidence But she he kept has. it from him. It's like, that's some things yeah. you should but tell somebody. What I'm saying somebody. is that Danielle thinks... My case is so strong. He was a cheater and he just used me. Meanwhile, she doesn't realize that all the shit she did, like she yeah, lied to him. She, right. don't, you know, she didn't come forward. All the money issues, again, lies to him. She did. That's big. That is the definition of fraud. She frauded mm-hmm. him because she made it seem like I have my life together. I can take care of you. I have money. Yeah. I haven't been in jail before. <laughs> my question is, how did she bring him over here? Because to bring someone over here, you need money. Yeah. You need a job. Maybe you she probably a, need a decent record. You had a, she had a sponsor. Someone sponsored someone the visa. Spo- someone must have sponsored her, yeah. right? Well, you remember we when we filled out all the paperwork mm-hmm. for for a screen card? Yeah. They asked if I was ever in jail. They asked if you were a prostitute, basically. Well, they did too, but they were asking if the foreigner had ever had any issues with the law. They didn't right. ask about the American no. citizen. Well, they could probably do a pretty easy background well, check on the United States. It wasn't part of the paperwork. It, however, if Mohammed was in jail prior, yeah. that would have been an issue. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So back in Ohio now, Danielle tells us the court date has been set. It's in a couple weeks. So she needs to start gathering her evidence. Mm. So Danielle's going to meet up with her sister, Sarah, and her brother-in-law, Paul. Mm -hmm. She's hoping they'll sign an affidavit against Muhammad. Yep. So immediately she just starts apologizing. She's apologizing for Muhammad's apology because she thought when they met in the back of Barry's, it was going to be a more heartfelt, sincere Mm -hmm. apology. It was not. So she apologizes for that. Yeah. And she basically was saying, I thought after he apologized, we all could be friends. Yeah. I'm like, Danielle. Danielle. How naive are you? That's classic. You're getting... Danielle. Is this a word? Naiver and a naiver? Mm -mm. What she is. Getting naiver and a naiver. Oh, maybe. Oh. You know? Yeah. I thought you were using it as a noun. Like... No, she's just being being naiver and naiver, and yes. she's gonna become the ult, ultimate naiver. Now right. I use this noun. That's yeah. Now it's just getting wild. So naive. So, so naive. So naive. Paul basically says what you're saying, and says if Muhammad walked through the door right now and asked to be friends, you would flip these uh-huh. tables over and yep. run back into. His I was arms. like, you know what, Paul? You probably would never be my bestie, but I agree with you. Yeah, he's made a couple good points in the last two episodes. Yeah. But and that's about I like it. that he goes like, you know what? Like, I want you to be strong. I want you to move forward with the annulment and sort out your life. She says she's moving on. She says she's looking for evidence to prove Muhammad was a scammer, and that's why they're there, so that they can provide evidence for her case. She also cries thinking of Muhammad leaving the country, so... I know. Let's, she doesn't know how she's going to deal with it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, I'm not ahead of myself. I'm with Paul. I think to this day, if Muhammad said we should be together, they would be A hundred percent. The only reason I actually take that back is because we saw her meeting up with Muhammad on The Single Life. Mm-hmm. And the way she was dressed was not the way you dress. 
if you're trying to get back with no, someone. No, but she's still into it. She's like, oh my God, like Mohammed wants to meet me. I'm wondering why. What does he want? Like she was like a teenager. He wants the TLC check, but I don't understand why she was dressed the way she was dressed. Because have you ever seen her dressed nicely? Yeah. On you the have? Single, on the single life. Yeah, well, she yeah looked- when her three 20-something year old yeah. friends put the clothes on her, sure. But ever before, she, half of the show, she was wearing her pajamas. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Yeah. And she, and again, Dress everyone, for the job you want. Everyone has their own style. Everyone does whatever. But every girl can brush her hair, put some makeup on, put some a dress yeah, take on. Take the front or, pony yeah. out of your hair. Yeah, like every girl can do that. Well, that's come why I'm on. saying I thought she would come running back to Muhammad at any point, but the way she arrived at that meetup. But I maybe don't not. think she thought, oh, I look like a shit. I think she was like, well, let's All be right. easy with the looking like she didn't look like shit. She looked like she looked like she just woke up. Yeah, the, yeah, and I'm talking <laughs> yeah. for myself. She didn't look her best. Okay, the second I wake let's up, be honest. I don't want anyone to see me. Right. I braid my hair. I'm like you braid your hair. Yeah. When I, have you ever braided your hair? Every single night. You braid it. Yeah. I need to pay more. Like like Big Ed, you braided it. I I braid my hair so they don't get all like you know messed up during the night. I need to pay more attention. Are you serious? We've been together for so many years, and I do this every single night. I guess it is a braid. Yeah. I don't do like a perfect, but I just do like boop, 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 just so my hair don't get mm-hmm. tangled up. Yeah, you're right. Come on. You're right. When I think of braiding, I think of more like tight braids. You do, no. like, a loose, you do like a loose Yeah, I do a loose braid just to keep my hair looking okay well, when I wake up. start doing a front ponytail from now on because I found that very attractive on Danielle. I think you're totally lying. I didn't. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I was confused. Anyways, Sarah and Paul, they're not buying. The fact that Danielle she's, she says she's over Muhammad, so they're hesitant to help. But Danielle says, "Listen, the annulment is staying this time." So Sarah's like, "All right, but if you back out this time, our relationship's over. Mm-hmm. Their relationship is on the line right now. If Danielle backs out, her relationship with Sarah's over." Which mm-hmm. I'm kind of with Paul and Sarah on, on this. Yeah, I'm very torn. I'm very. Torn. I almost feel like. I don't think they would be done, done with her, but I almost feel like they're trying to really encourage her, like push sure. her. Like, sure. Okay, this is what you could lose if you are not being strong enough and you will never be with Mohammed. Come on. Like, we talked about it. Up. We talked about it last episode. I am not on the side of you should abandon your family. I, so I don't agree with that. Like, if Danielle doesn't end it this time, yeah. don't. You should always be there for your family. But I am with them encouraging her to move on. She does need to move on. Yeah. We know this relationship's not going anywhere, so I'm with them. You should encourage her to move on. So it's a new day. Danielle is with her daughter, Faith, at the school library. It's her first semester in college, and I'm all for it. They're both enrolled in the same college, study buddies. Yeah. Hashtag study buddies. And I'm happy for Danielle. That's something Mm -hmm. she... It's awesome, like going back to school, just like, you know, getting a better education mm-hmm. education, so she can follow her dreams. Yeah. I'm here for it. So supportive of that. So Faith goes, they're in the library. Faith goes, do you need a book for a certain thing? And Daniel just goes, no, not really. <laughs> what, a, what a top-notch storyline we have going on here. <laughs> I used to love going to libraries. When I lived in New Jersey, I don't know how it's in other states, but in New Jersey, if you go to a library and you show a proof that you live in the state, Mm -hmm. even though I was an au pair, then you can attend the library for free. You get books for free. You get DVDs for free. Yeah, I think that's similar everywhere. Let me ask you this. Shiver. You ever go to the library just to talk to your friends? No, I hated the school library. But also probably because... The library is the one place you shouldn't talk to people. You probably, it's probably like True. a shh, quiet, it's True. a library. But when I was in college, I never studied in the library. It was annoying to me. Okay. I went a couple times, but I never went to go converse no. with my friends because it's oh, a place to be quiet and I study. did go to grab the books, but then right. I went to Starbucks. I just find it a little suspicious yeah. that TLC is setting up mm-hmm. this scene in a library for Danielle and Faith to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's there's, a good point. There's literally a sign hanging 
that says quiet like, please. <laughs> yeah, it says quiet please. Classic library. Yeah. And action. Yeah. <laughs> so Danielle's just explaining to Faith how the case is going to work, how the judge is going to weigh in on whether or not the case can move forward as an annulment or if it has to be converted to a divorce. And then it gets interesting. And you know everyone studying just mm-hmm. put their book down and just started listening. Because Danielle starts telling Faith how Muhammad, he's been erratic the past couple of days. He's been a little wild. He's been mm. a little rogue the past couple of days. Apparently, he posted a video online saying how his wallet was stolen. His green card was stolen. His credit card was stolen out of his car. Yeah. Why would he carry the green card around? I don't know. Danielle's suspicious, too. She goes, in Ohio, Muhammad always locked his car. He'd always lock his car. <laughs> yeah, everyone should lock their car. I feel like I don't even know him anymore. This man used <laughs> to lock his car all the time, and now, like, now he's leaving it unlocked. Do I even know him? Is Muhammad even his real name? Like, who leaves their car unlocked, please? I don't know. Well, they think this whole thing is a scam. They think he's just posting this, coming up with stories to try to throw wrenches yeah, but that doesn't, in the annulment doesn't, process. doesn't help anyone with anything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he can delay. Oh. Maybe he can delay the court case. I don't says, think he would want to delay it. He wants to just get it over with. Yeah. He's feeling pretty good mm-hmm. about his case. Yeah. He looked up Linda. He looked up Linda Fritz. He saw Daniel's <laughs> got a one-star attorney. Let's get this thing going. So Faith says, I'm hopeful the judge will see how poor Muhammad treat everyone and the judge will make the annulment happen. We'll see. We'll see. So let's cut to the freight house, the freight house restaurant. Danielle is now with Beth. And this time they're meeting up with Corey, not mm-hmm. not to seek an affidavit from him, but for Danielle to apologize to Corey because Danielle chose Muhammad over him. And that was very wholesome. It was, but didn't you find it strange that Danielle needed Beth to be there yeah, to apologize yes. to her son? 800% I did, but... Beth's like, the freight house has the best mozzarella sticks <laughs> in Ohio. I'm coming with. I'm coming with. I found it nice and good that she did apologize to Corey. I found it strange that it took her this long. Yeah, we did learn a lot here. We did learn a lot. But the first thing I learned was, yes, Beth is the puppet master. Mm -hmm. This is clearly her doing. She's like, we're going to go to Linda. We're going to find evidence. You're going to apologize to your son. This is how it's going to work. But again, Daniel does need someone like her because she does. Daniel, without Beth, she would probably still be married to Muhammad. Unless no, he would Muhammad would have Muhammad well, he, ended well, that. Okay, he would have divorced her, but she wouldn't have done nothing. Yeah. Without Beth. Yeah. So, Corey gets there. <laughs> Daniel apologizes for not taking his side. Because here's what happened. When the restraining order and the domestic violent issues were happening, Danielle sided with Muhammad, not with her son. Yeah, that said that it even got to that point. So here's here's the puppet master at work. Corey gets there. They start talking. And Beth is like, if you don't mind, Corey, if you don't mind, can you tell us what happened can you tell us what happened that night? But I'm like, go, Beth. Because yeah, I'm like, yes, I like, also yeah. want to know what happened, Beth. So please, Corey, share with the class. Like, listen, I don't actually, I don't hate Beth. I don't mind her. I think thank I don't to, hate her. She's a little aggressive for my taste. But <laughs> thanks to her, Danielle is doing a lot of things. She is trying to fix things. She's trying to get an annulment. She mm-hmm. is doing things. Mm-hmm. So, so here's what happened. Thanks, Beth. Here's what happened. Apparently, Corey was getting ready for bed when he heard Danielle and Muhammad arguing. He heard a thud. What is a thud? Oh. He heard a thud. (laughs) So he went to investigate. Okay. He tried to kick in the door. He tried to knock down the door using his foot. It did not work. Mm. (laughs) I don't know why, but he did not kick the door down. (laughs) Somehow he got into the room, though. And he told Muhammad, Muhammad, if you don't leave, I'm going to throw you out the window. And that's when Muhammad called the police. In the one-story house? I think that house had multiple stories, but maybe. But I thought they lived in the main floor, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I will say, speaking of that house, that house did seem bigger than the one No, Daniel but they were just into. renting an apartment in got the it. house. Either way, 
Muhammad, mm-hmm. Corey got into an altercation court. Corey threatened to throw him out the window. Muhammad calls the police. That's how the restraining order mm-hmm. happens. Here's how Beth translates it to Danielle to smooth everything over. Beth says, Danielle, Corey came to your rescue. Sure, Corey threatened violence, but he was there to protect you. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he did, yeah. Yeah. He didn't come there to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill mom. And he's like, no, he's trying to protect his mom. He did try to kick the door down. For whatever reason, the door did not go down. Listen, if we weren't in his situation, right? And let's say one of our moms had a younger man. Something was happening. We heard noise. Yeah. We oh. would have like, either, like you or me. I hope we I would have tried. Yeah. I would yeah. freaking break the door. For sure. For sure. So. Oh, I don't think he did anything wrong. No, he did not. I don't think. It, the, yeah. I don't know why he got a restraining order against yeah, him. No. I don't know what Muhammad said. I thought that was there an must extreme. Have been, that there was must, an extreme. There must have been a mark on the door or maybe the door had a hole in it or something that looked well, aggressive. You know what I think happened? Muhammad said, he broke the door, he threatened to kill me, he did this and this and that. Danielle, is that true? And oh, Danielle yeah, 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 backed yeah. him up. That's a good point. Okay, that's a very good point because we then learn that Danielle never went to Corey's court hearing about mm-hmm. the case because Corey was holding out hope. Okay, I'm going to court. There's this case mm-hmm. against me, but hopefully my mom can come yeah. and settle the whole thing and say, here's actually what yeah. happened. Because if Daniel was like, no, I was dead. That's right. not what happened. I was being threatened. He came to my yeah. rescue. He wouldn't have be gotten. A story. But Danielle did not. Danielle took Muhammad's side. Yep. Of course. Not surprising. Sad. She's as the weak lady that she is. Sad, but not surprising. Yeah. So She's here, too weak. So Daniel just breaks down. Right there at the freight house. She starts bawling. And this actually makes Corey happy that his mom's crying because to him, it shows she's sorry. Mm-hmm. It shows him, finally, my mom understands she was wrong. Which is sad, but nice. It's sad. You never want to see your mom cry, but I get it. He went through all of this. Well, I'll tell you this, right? If my mom did something like this to me, I would never speak to her again. I would be done with her. Really? I would never get it because I would be like, you chose this loser over me. I got a restraining order and a sticker basically saying I'm an abuser. You did this to me. I am mm-hmm. done with you. I would not get if over it. If your mom was Danielle, you would know she is naive, easily manipulated. Yes, but still, that's not an excuse. Okay. But I would still hope you would, family, blood is thicker. No. Okay. All right. I'm that serious. Okay. All right. I don't know. I think I think I would. I would be upset. I would be very mad. If I was Corey, I would totally get it. I would be Maybe. very, very mad. But again, I am still on the side of you don't abandon your family. No. Maybe. Just something like that. Because it's not that bad. If she did oh, something no. terrible. What she did to him was so bad that I would never speak to her. <laughs> Maybe in like 20, 30 years when she's dying, I would be like, let me go and see her and say goodbye. Okay. But uh, I don't know. This Luckily, whole, this, guys, con- my mom is awesome. This is all conversation. She would, she would never do anything like this to me. Okay. So doesn't even have bigger, to be a, a situation. It's a bigger conversation. It is, but I'm totally with Corey. I mean... I am too, but they were together for 14 months. It's like how much harm can be done in those 14 months that you can come back once Muhammad moved to Miami and say, hey, let's try to work this out. No, because she took a long time to apologize and she brought Beth. <laughs> no, Beth brought her. Yeah. Let's get so that straight. I would not buy it. I would not buy it. Um, I mean, good for right. Corey. Okay. Listen, family is family, blood is blood, but there is a fine line. If Corey went to jail, I would be like, yeah, Dad, now we've got no, some issues. Have you realized that Corey now has a sticker of an abuser on his resume? <laughs> you keep saying he, sticker. Yeah. It's like, like it's a like, good thing. Like I voted. No, it's a bad thing. Yeah. He's an abuser. He's, he's had, a restra- Muhammad, he had a restraining order. Right? Yes. Yeah. 
I don't for know what, a domestic violence. Yeah. It's bad. No, it is. You're right. He did it's say. It's really bad. You, no, you're, you're right. He did say it's making his life harder. He's and having trouble finding work. And the fact that his mom knew that yep. Corey was only trying to help her, but mm-hmm. she did not stand up for him. You're right. I would be so done with you're that. Right. But Danielle needs help. Like, Danielle needs help, too. Oh, she always needs help. Okay, so that's my point is two wrongs don't make a right. Corey's going to abandon his mom, who probably needs more help. No, I would do I would do the same. I would abandon her. All right, all right. Well, we're two different people then. Well. I hope we never have to really. I don't really, think we will. Right, have to make that choice. But, but I'm just tough love. Tough love. Okay. Tough love. That's all I have to say. All right. I don't forget. <laughs> And you, and you know me. I don't even understand why you're questioning me. You know I'm like an elephant. I remember everything people it's do. A, it's not a remember or a forget thing. It's a, I think my mom is in more of a dire situation than I am. So let me give her the help she needs. No. Okay. She, she screwed him big time. She's the one causing harm to herself. Yes. It's not like, oh, my mom forgot my birthday. No. This is way bigger. I know. I know. Okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but it is a lot to, to take yeah. in. Okay. So new day in Florida. Let's sunny Florida. Okay. Muhammad's meeting up with Diamond. They're going to have a little talk at Johnny Grits. Apparently, this is where it gets good. Apparently, Danielle has been writing Diamond every day on Facebook nonstop. I can totally see that. She's been telling Diamond to watch out. Saying Muhammad is probably using you, so be careful, which is a little suspect because I don't think Danielle is really reaching out to Diamond to be like, watch your back. But then Danielle posted a photo of Diamond and said, this is Muhammad's new girlfriend. Isn't she ugly? She looks like a man. (laughs) I can, if she said it, then it's like, Danielle, you just lost your court, your court because you're being rude. Yeah, and then you, you you know what it's like. A ton of, Danielle, a ton of people have said stuff about you on Facebook, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people have said mean things about like, every 90-day like fiancé character. Like what she said, character. I don't want to repeat it, but it was very rude and mean. Right. Danielle should know firsthand how that feels. Yeah. And now you're out there doing it. Now you're, and Diamond's like, yeah, you wish I looked like a man. You know I look, Diamond's a very attractive, yeah, young, he, nice It's female. almost like Danielle was like, oh, she's so pretty. Let me just tell her how ugly she is to like yeah. lower her, yeah. you know. Self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Muhammad's like, when Danielle starts texting, she does not stop. It's normal for her to send a hundred messages oh my gosh. in a minute. And you know what? I can see that. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she has anything else to do. She, her life is social media. Mm-hmm. Her life is social media, and it's it's not good. It's not good. She needs to get off and do something else, like follow your studies, mm-hmm. you know, pursue those goals. Yep. Get off social media. Stop sending all of these messages. Muhammad's embarrassed, and he's actually now worried because people may try to hurt him because of the lies Danielle mm-hmm. is spreading on social media. So it's it's all around bad. And I don't think that could be helping Danielle's court case. Yeah. How was no, her, no. her sending 100 messages to Diamond going to help no. her? It's like, no, you proving your point why Muhammad would leave yeah. you because you're out of your mind. If she stayed out of it this whole time, she might have won the case. She might have sure. been like, you know what? He left me. He was with all these women. I was just waiting for him. But that's not what she did. She... Flew to Miami. She threw the binders at him, mm-hmm. hoping that they will get back together. All these little things that she did without realizing that she basically killed her. her case. Every time she opens her mouth, opens her mm-hmm. phone, she's hurting herself. Yep. So later we see Muhammad. He's packing his bags. He's heading to Ohio. He's going to go defend himself. The case is nearing. Mm-hmm. Danielle, on the other hand, she's been busy gathering evidence. She's mm-hmm. Got several affidavits. She's feeling good. So now she's going to get the last thing she needs for her court case. She needs her divorce outfit. Which is not a divorce outfit. It should be annulment attire. Yeah. Right? She doesn't mm-hmm. want a divorce. No, she, she does not. You know how some people decorate their cars after they get married? Like just married. Just married. Yeah. Right. I've seen in Florida 
and only in Florida, actually, people decorating their cars after they get a divorce, basically saying, just divorced. Really? And people hung when they pass them. <laughs> I'm I've serious. never seen that. I've seen several cars. And I was like, damn, like, and I used to like try to like see who's driving and the girls and guys. Huh. Both. Ever like a Bentley or like a Porsche or no, something? No, it was usually like a minivan, so. Oh, because I was going to say like, just divorced and didn't sign the prenup, mm. right? Sweet. So, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> sweet. So they walk into this clothing store and Sarah just goes, I'm here to find my sister a divorce outfit. And the store associate's like, uh, okay. So they start pulling out looks that look no different than what Danielle normally wears. That's very true. It's nothing... It's not a dress. It's like a little blouse top, maybe. Well, she did end it up with a dress, like like it was zebra-style dress. It was not a dress. I thought it was like a shirt with a cardigan on it or something. Yeah, it was like a long yeah, shirt. Yeah, she a cardigan on it. Which was basically a dress-style shirt, whatever you call it. Here's my thought about the whole thing. Danielle goes, I want to project the right image to the judge. Mm-hmm. Personally, and I'm no Linda Fritz, take your lawyer's <laughs> advice, but shouldn't she make herself look as bad as possible? And that way it plays into the scam theory. Like, of course this was a scam. Like, why would this young, good-looking guy want a woman dressed like Sinbad? That's true. She's going to come out looking all hot. Oh, she's not, but sure. She's going to come out looking her best. And then the judge is going to go, yeah, this guy, yeah. her, sure. Like, you know, looks yeah, like I a normal think, relationship. I think she thought of it more like... Okay, I need to walk in and be confident. She just came in wearing windbreaker top to bottom like she just came back from a power walk. <laughs> the judge would be like, this is a scam mm-hmm. and send Muhammad on his way. But no. Oh, well. So Danielle tries on a few things, finally comes out in her court outfit. And as Sarah says, she's ready to bring her inner badass bitch out. Let's, let's see. I'm very excited because I don't remember everything and i'm curious to see how she's gonna react i want to see dan i hope they allow cameras in the courtroom because i want to see how danielle is do you want to know a spoiler that i actually remember i have a spoiler if you have a spoiler okay it's not a spoiler but no I- cameras allowed in the court- oh, really? courtroom mm-hmm. okay so here's What's your spoiler here's my not spoiler spoiler i read the description of part 11 the mm-hmm. final part and it has to do with quarantine Wow, so, so it's, it's really it's all the way recent. up to last year. Very recent. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So pretty excited about that. Maybe, maybe there'll be a glimpse of the single life. Mm, maybe, maybe. I wonder if it'll be, it's got to be never before seen footage. Or unless they're just taking footage from 90 Days Quarantine yeah, or 90 maybe, Days Diaries. Maybe. Interesting. I'm excited though. Because it's getting, it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Two more parts. Two more parts. 10, 11. Two more parts. Well, it's going to be over before you know it. I know. And then who knows what happens. Well, then people can still watch the single life. Mm -hmm. If you don't get enough of Danielle. Can never get enough of Danielle. Watch her on the single life. Exactly. Watch her on the single life. It's really good, guys. (laughs) So we'll figure out what to do after the journey. But again, still two more parts. Let's not rush it. Mm -hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there. But in the meantime, make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening right now. Look down, smash that subscribe button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it Subscribe. Like it's hot. Leave us a review if you Leave can. Leave a review. Please. If you want, rate, Please. review. We'd love it. And that's it. That's We're done asking. You can follow us on Instagram if you want, at 90 Day Crazy and Love. And it's join fun. our lives. Join our lives we on Sunday We love night. that because that's where we can talk. That's where you can tell us face-to-face. Atlas in the in the chat. Would yeah. you like what you dislike? You can see our face. We can't see yours. Yeah, but you can tell us, hey, guys, this is awesome. Hey, guys, maybe you can, you know, do this and that. And yep. we always take all the recommendations yep. into. Teresa takes notes. If you've ever watched her live, she's got a pad. She's got a legal pad. She takes mm-hmm. notes down and she writes what you guys say. And we think about it. We, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. We mull it over. We say, how can we incorporate this? So join our lives. Join our life's. You can join our lives by joining our lives. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you there. That's true. Sunday nights. Anything else to say? I feel like you had something. I feel like I cut you off. You the, did for, you did cut me off and I forgot what I wanted to say. Oh, so you were just saying, tell us, 
tell us how you feel. I was looking for the right word and you cut me off. So thank oh. you. Well, I, I thought I was helping you by ex- helping you express yourself. No, you, you weren't. Okay, well, I'm allowing you to... The mic is yours. Oh, too late. Nothing A little else? too late. Nothing, Nothing else? else? All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys on the next podcast or on the Sunday Night Live, whatever you guys choose. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. We'll always be here. It's always. Really, it's up to you how you get to us. So, all right. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.